We're going to talk football today, though. We're going to talk NFL draft. We're going to talk Pitt in the NFL draft. 14 draft picks the last three seasons leading the ACC for Pat Narduzzi's Panthers. Talk about their history in the draft and who might be next for the Panthers in the NFL draft coming up in 2024. Hard to believe it's 2024, but is this as deep a crop of Panthers as was produced this year? Six draft picks for the Panthers in 2023. Likely not, but who knows? You probably wouldn't have predicted that Eric Hallett would have gotten drafted like he did this season uh, after his struggles in early 2021. But obviously he bolstered his status, had a terrific 2022 All-ACC campaign in 2022 and earned himself a draft pick, although he did not allegedly pick up the phone the first two times. I don't want to pile on there, but that's pretty funny. (laughs) Didn't pick up the phone, went to voicemail twice when, when he was called. But Eric Howard, an example of a developmental player that certainly has become the norm for Pat Narduzzi and Pitt. We'll talk about the history of this Panther program over the past eight seasons with Pat Narduzzi, really the past five. You know, you give a coach an opportunity to get in and recruit his own talent, uh, and certainly he had some talent that he inherited from Paul Christ and produced NFL players. But really the last five years, and you look at not only the, the number of players that have gone to league, but the number of players still in the league, guys getting their second contracts. I think that speaks to the program and where it's at and where it's headed. I want to start with the Steelers, though, because I thought, I thought it was telling with the Steelers, and this is the Panthers Insider Show, but you know we're going to talk Steelers because our guy Kenny Pickett's over there. Going offensive line in the first round was something I felt was important. Not that they are devoid of talent. They've, they've made some acquisitions in the offseason. I think Omar Khan's done a great job, Andy Weidel and company, taking over. For, for the great Kevin Colbert, and, and go an offensive line to, to really solidify the protection in front of Kenny Pickett, I think speaks to their investment and their belief, obviously, in their first-round pick from a year ago. They went out and got Allen Robinson. Certainly, they got a lot of young talent. I love the Darnell Washington pick. Love it. Guy has the, the type of upside that a George Pickens has and can block. You know Mike Tomlin wants to run the football. That's a quarterback's best friend at any level of football is being able to run it. And I think, you know, moving up, dra- you know, trading up to get Broderick Jones, a guy that didn't let up a sack and 400-some-odd snaps, is the right move, candidly. And they still got Joey Porter Jr., who was rumored to be their guy. Obviously, he's got bloodlines, Steeler bloodlines, black and gold bloodlines. Got him at the beginning of the second round. I thought it was an outstanding draft. Now, time will tell. You know, there are a lot of a lot of folks that want to prognosticate on what a draft is going to look like and what if it positions them to get in the playoffs. Who knows? But I think it, it, it sent a clear message. They invested in the trenches. Benton, Jones, Washington, certainly Anderson later on. Invested in Kenny Pickett and protecting Kenny Pickett. Supplemented his receiving core in free agency with a, tr- a proven veteran, and obviously they want to play defense. And the defensive backfield was a an area of need, and they addressed it. So certainly that was you know on my mind watching the draft. What were the Steelers going to do? Who were they going to take? It's always fun this time of year because you don't win and lose any games this year, but you you pave the way this time of year for for what's to come in the fall. And again, I think the Pittsburgh Steelers had a 
a really good start and a re- excellent draft for Omar Khan in his first first at bat, although he's very experienced. As for Pitt, we'll just kind of run through this. And obviously this is old news in today's day and age. Everyone watched the draft. Everyone followed the Panthers that went. Kalijah Kansi, obviously going 19th overall to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Todd Bowles defense, attacking style defense. In the in the shadows of Warren Sapp and some of those just outstanding, devastating Buccaneer defenses, I think Kalijah found a great home in Tampa Bay. There was only going to be a certain segment of the National Football League, of franchises in the National Football League, that are going to be attracted to a player like Kalijah because of the scheme. you got to play 4-3. you got to let your three techniques play. I mean, this is Aaron Donald type of freedom. And let them shoot gaps. Let them take opportunities. Let them penetrate. They're gonna, you're going to be out of position. You're, you're going to get gapped up sometimes just the way he plays. But certainly – the, the reward is far outweighs the risk in terms of the type of havoc that he can wreak. Who's going next year in the draft? And again, we can go underclassmen. We can go certainly the, the guys that, that are going to be using up their eligibility in 2023, some of which are very, very old players, experienced players, which Mike Tomlin talked about being an advantage in today's football is, is the COVID years that have been afforded to players. You get a more mature player. I think you saw that with Kenny Pickett a year ago. But who's the next crop of Panthers? 412-928-9370. I have some thoughts. I've been thinking about this. But as we continue to go through the 2023 draft class, Carter Warren going in the fourth round to the New York Jets. And Carter made a tough decision earlier this season. Didn't see a lot of old number 77 in 2022 due to a knee injury. Made the decision to get surgery, get it cleaned up, taken care of. Carter had a great career at Pitt. Obviously, captain, you know, a guy that, I mean, you just can't coach. He was born to play left tackle. He's just, he's immense human being, long reach, extremely athletic. A lot was made of him not running at pro day. What what offensive tackle needs to run a 40-yard dash other than to prove that he's he can move? Carter would have ran fine. But you watch him do drill work. You watch his extension. You know, he gets his hands on you, man. It's like you picture that little kid. You know, that, that someone stiff arms them in the forehead and they're trying to swing and punch you and they, they, they're they not even close to you. That's essentially what it is with Carter, and that reach is just outstanding. It, it, it's such an advantage. And he's played he's played a lot of football. He's, he's a really experienced, battle-tested player and a great kid. For him to go kind of home to New York, to the Jets, being a Jersey kid, and you look at, yeah, someone mentioned this to me the other day. I mean, you look at some of the draft picks that Pitts produced. You know, the, for their last, you know, couple years, the state of New Jersey has been well represented, well represented in the National Football League via the University of Pittsburgh. Kenny Pickett, obviously, Carter Warren, now another addition to that that lineage. And, and right after that, fifth round, Israel Vanacanda stays, goes home, goes to New York, not Brooklyn proper, but. Goes to the Jets as well. I think it's a great fit for him. Certainly, his home run hitting ability, his his top end speed. I think one of the reasons he dropped, and we've talked about this on Panthers Insider, is pass pro. And you're protecting for Aaron Rodgers. You better better clean that up. And I think that's going to be a point of emphasis for him, certainly in rookie minicamp and OTAs, the whole nine. Understanding, learning the the, the protection schemes, you get more, even more exotic defenses and in pro football, 
uh, and being dependable in the pass protection phase, being every down back, and to be able to catch the ball consistently is something that Izzy, I think, can really improve upon. But there's no question that he can tote the rock, and he provides value in the return game. He certainly provides value in the return game. We've seen him Izzy to the hizzy before, so he's a guy that's, that's, that's caught kickoffs and return kicks. Brings value from that standpoint. Rounding things out, Servasier, Dennis, Tampa Bay Bucks, love it. Joining Kalijah Kansi, I think Voss is going to play 10, 12 years in that league. He's dependable, he's durable, he's smart, he's got special teams, flexibility, can play on a number of units, cover kicks, play on kick return. He's dynamic playmaker, has a nose for the football, and he's going to find his way on that field. That's just my feeling on, on Voss. Thrilled to see Eric Hallett taken by the Jacksonville Jaguars. I, th- I think Eric Hallett is is going to fit in the Mike Hilton slot corner type of type of niche in, in the NFL. I think the, the position, anyone that plays that field safety position at Pitt is going to find themselves prepared to play any combination of man and zone, playing that kind of nickel corner position in the slot at the next level, that they're just so exposed in that defense and they're coached so well to be able to take take on you know, these dynamic slot receivers, Josh Downs, you know, any number of them, and, and, and play them essentially one-on-one. And get they got a three-way go. I mean, they can cross you, they can go vertical, they can go out, they can double move you. We've seen it all, RPO. And the, the level of improvement for Eric Howard over the course of the – the latter part of the 2021 season, obviously the ACC championship game, he's a legend for that. But then also into 2022, his nose for the ball, ability to finish plays and take the ball away. Could have had a couple more. I remember vividly one hitting him in the chest. But man, what a what a good football player and a guy that is, you're getting a guy that's ready to play. And I think that's the case for a lot of these pit guys. Brandon Hill being another one, going to the Houston Texas in the third round. But you look back at the last five years, and, and I'm going back to to 2019. You know, Jordan Whitehead, Avante Maddox in 2018, certainly Brian O'Neill, were recruited by the prior staff, Paul Crist, but developed mostly under Pat Narduzzi. All three of those guys are obviously still in the league. O'Neill with the Minnesota Vikings coming off of Achilles. Hope his recovery is going well. Jordan Whitehead you know, in Tampa, then up with the Jets now. And certainly Avante Maddox getting a second deal with the Philadelphia Eagles and a key part of that team. Quadri Olison in 2019, still on the Atlanta Falcons roster. Valuable special teams player. Excellent blocker, short yardage back. Dane Jackson still playing. Patrick Jones, Rashad Weaver still playing. And you may say it's only two years ago, but I mean, two, three years ago, you're talking about, we've seen a lot of guys not make the cut at that point. And these are guys that are playing pivotal key roles on NFL rosters and getting to their second contracts. Jason Pinnock, Jalen Twyman still hanging around, obviously dealt with a, a very difficult situation. DeMar Hamlin, Jimmy Morrissey, obviously Kenny Pickett, Damari Mathis. I mean, the, the list goes on and on. 14 draft picks in three seasons, the most in the ACC. And I saw a chart that, that, that graded draft production by college based on average star rating in, in recruiting, and Pitt was second. Basically taking three stars and turning them into NFL products. 